one of the people that really stood out to me was a female cardiologist from California that I spoke with not that long ago. She was in her forties, mid forties. And she just heard me on a podcast or read some of my articles and you could just hear the excitement in her voice. You know, you mean I don't have to do this for another 20 years? And, you know, it, it, give, it gives you options. Right. And yeah. it, but it allows you, if you want to continue to work, it allows you to do that. But you, if you want to do part time, if you want to yep. pursue something yep. else, you got options. But if you don't have any options, then, and you're miserable in whatever work career you're in, you know, that's no way to live. Welcome to the Threefold Real Estate Investing Podcast. This is the podcast where you'll not only learn how you can achieve massive success in multifamily real estate investing, but also how you can simultaneously pursue great relationships with your family and a better walk with God. You can achieve financial freedom through real estate investing without sacrificing the relationships that mean the most to you. Now, here's your host, Lee Yoder. All right, three full listeners, uh, really excited about the guest we have today. Uh, Jeff Anzalone is joining us today from Louisiana. Uh, Jeff is a full-time practicing periodontist. Um, he's the author and founder of debtfree.com, debtfreedoctor.com. Uh, his focus is helping doctors and other high-income high professionals create passive income from real estate so they can stop trading their time for money. Love that. that that's exactly what my partner Kevin and I are trying to do here at Threefold. So, so excited to have uh, Jeff on. A little bit more about Jeff. Um, so he, he's dealt with many failures and setbacks along his path to success. Only two weeks before completing his surgical dental residency, his plans fell through to join a group practice, which he was relying on to teach him how to run a business. So he left with no job, an interest-only mortgage, two-month-old and close to $300,000 in student loan debt. After becoming debt-free, he shifted his focus to acquiring streams of passive income using real estate as he realized that his practice income was, only, was their only income stream at the time. He used his blog, uh, which is really good. Everybody should jump on debtfreedoctor.com. That's debt-free spelled out and then dr.com to educate. Uh, his, his goal there is to educate doctors and, and other high-income professionals on how to passively invest in real estate so they can stop trading their time for money again. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for coming on the time. It's a really real pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, my pleasure is mine. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff, I, I, I'm sure I didn't do you justice there reading your, your quick bio. Uh, could you take me and my listeners back to, to where you were? Um, I guess right there, you know, I, I kind of spelled out there in your bio, but what was your mindset like? What were you thinking when, when your, your plans fell through you had no job. You had an interest-only mortgage. You had a two-month-old, and you had close to three hundred thousand in student debt. Take us back to that spot, Jeff, and then kind of take us forward to. Um, I guess I guess you kind of just worked through, you know, as a periodontist, paying off that debt, and then move toward real estate. Can you take us through that journey a little bit? Sure. I, I went from having a, I guess, a sort of abundance mindset in school and training because you know I already had a job lined up. I was going to make decent money. Uh, it didn't really worry about the student loans too much because, you know, I'm, I'm going to get out and make, make, you know, a pretty good income. Yep. So that was sort of an abundance mindset. And then when all that happened two weeks before graduation, I went into scarcity mode, fear mode. Sure. And honestly, it, it took a long time and I still, you know, something that I still struggle with today 
just it's, it's always about what if, because when you have something like that, you know, pulled out the, the rug from under you, you know, yep. kind of like last year with the pandemic, you know, who would have yep. thought the, you know, the country would have been shut down and who would have thought that, you know, we wouldn't have been able to treat patients for several months. So you just, yeah. you never know, you know, yep. so Absolutely. Uh, that I think that was probably the biggest thing was the, the fear and the scarcity mindset. So I went into survival mode and yeah. I, I actually, as I was building my practice at that time, I went back to, uh, what I used to do in high school and college and mow yards oh. uh, as a periodontist. So that was a very humbling experience, but you know, you got a mortgage to pay, you got to put food on the table, you got the bills are coming in. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. So were you doing that in addition to your, to your periodontist? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you were, that, that was your side hustle. So, you were so trying I, to, I remember yeah. going up to a lady's house. I, I used to do her yard in high school and college and, and, you know, I said, Hey, you know, I'm back in town and, uh, just want to know if, if you want your yard mowed this summer, just to let me know. And she said, son, aren't you supposed to be a doctor by now? And I said, yes, ma'am, I am, but I'm broke. <laughs> so, uh, a humbling experience, but you know, part of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, Jeff, you say you had a scarcity mindset and, and I, I can totally understand that. And, and I, you know, you bring up the pandemic, uh, but even even without that, a lot of people were in that situation and have that mindset. But it, it makes sense, and, and you get into this um, and what you're trying to teach other doctors that when you only have one way to make money, when you only have one source of income, and when it feels like that's shaky, I mean, that how could you not go into a scarcity mindset? I mean, that's really scary for people, and and that's what I always, you know, one thing I'm always trying to educate and you do, you know, an even better job of it, Jeff, is that. Even if you don't want to go become a full-time real estate investor, if you just start investing a little bit, it, it, even if it's just a little bit, it doesn't have to be life-changing money. For most people, investing in real estate doesn't mean they just leave their job, you know, and it totally replaces their income. But if, yeah, if, if during a pandemic, you lose your job and maybe, you know, you have to go on unemployment and that's just a little bit that doesn't cover your bills, but you're invested in just one or two properties and that brings in just maybe a thousand, maybe a couple thousand a month. I mean- that that's huge. Right. I mean, that, I guess, kind of take us through um, your transition. You, you got up to, you know, you, you kind of got out of that a little bit, got, got your debt paid off. Right. Uh, maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but just you talking about that scarcity mindset really made me think, you know, it, it's difficult to not have a scarcity mindset when you just have one way of making income, when you've got kids, when you've got bills and that income seems shaky, it's hard to not have that. But if you open up, you know, your vision to maybe putting some of your money to work for you and increasing, you know, adding a stream of income, it's much easier to not have that scarcity mindset. Would you, would you agree? Yeah. And I think it's really important too, for people listening that have kids that, as you know, a lot of this starts from what you hear from your parents and, mm -hmm. and I don't know about you, but I heard it all the time uh, about money and money yeah. was, uh, you know, we, we never heard for anything, you know, blue collar family grew up, my, you know, dad owns a hardware store still, still does. And, but it was always, you know, we can't afford this that costs too much. You know, we, we can't go on those types of trips. So it was always, you know, in the back of my mind that money was an issue. Money must be scarce. There only must be so much to go around. So, yeah. uh, and I'm really, really try to, and I've, 
you know, when my kids were growing up when they were younger. I, I did that too, you know, yeah. because it, it, that's how it was. But now I make it a point to try to speak, you know, uh, you know, try to lift them up, try to speak abundance, try to, you know, tell them that, you know, you know, God has a plan for them. Um, you know, I, I, I think that I'm, you know, I'm, think I am where I am right now, you know, look looking back, all the things that, that have happened have led me here, you know, who would have thought yeah. that I would be doing this, you know, when I started dental school, if you would have told me 20 years from now, I'd have been doing this, teaching people about real estate. It's like, what are you talking about? I don't even know what real estate is, you know? So yeah, right. that's, um, that's just how it works out. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that story, Jeff. I, I kind of jumped into the, the scarcity mindset stuff and I think that's really good. Um, because anybody can struggle with that, um, like we were kind of just explaining, but take us through. So you're in that, you're in a bad spot. You even had to, you know, pick up a side hustle of, of mowing yards again, going back to that. But you eventually worked through that. You got out of that debt. Um, when did the light bulb, I guess, tell us a little bit more about, about the story, because I think you have a very interesting story. But then tell us a little bit about maybe your, your light bulb moment with real estate. Yeah. So when I was in my residency, thank goodness I, I was listening to the radio. It was an AM station. There was this guy on there and it was, and I was just kind of searching through the channels and I, and this was, you know, 20 something years ago mm-hmm. and no, excuse me, 2000. Yeah. Almost 20 years ago. Okay. So, uh, and I started hearing these people calling this radio show and just, and I'm just like, man, this is crazy. These people are asking this guy what to do. You know, they're having money problems. They, they owe 50,000 on their car. They have a $70,000 trailer yet. They can't make ends meet. And I'm like, who are these people? And it was, you know, that was my first experience with the Dave Ramsey show. Yeah. I figured you were going with that. Yeah. Yeah. So luckily that, you know, I, I experienced that a little bit. And then when all that happened, I basically just followed his seven baby steps. Okay. You know, and, gotcha. and, yep. and I think, again, I think it took a lot of time to, to uh, be a little bit open-minded because it was like, Hey, it's see seven ways and that's it. You know, there's, you know, pay cash for everything, including real estate yep. and uh, you know, it's his way or the highway, but you got to look at who his audience is, you know? Exactly. So, but I'm really glad that I, I went through the steps, you know, we, we got out of, you know, you know, consumer debt. We, we did all that paid off the house that we're in now. And, um, and then, and when you hit that point and it's kind of like, a, okay, now what? Right. Yeah. You, now you, you have you options. Now, now, yeah, it's opens up. The world opens up to you. You've got all these options since you don't and have you, to throw you have these money. goals and it's kind of like, okay, now what? So I would say about five or six years ago, we were snow skiing and I got off the lift and you know, I had to avoid a kid, you know, cutting in front of me. And when I fell, I, I kind of injured my wrist a little bit. And I think that was the first thing thinking back that got me started. What would happen if I couldn't use my hands and work? Wow. Yeah. That really said, Hey, you, you got to do something about it. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to start, but I just knew that, you know what, if I can't work, then and you never think about being hurt or you never think about being sick until you're hurt or sick. You know, you just, you kind of have that, you know, I got two teenagers and they think they're invincible <laughs> until they get hurt, you know, or whatever. So um, I think that so, was the first time I started thinking about, 
Hey, you know, and I heard before the worst number in business is number one. And you think about, well, of course you want to be number one. It's like, no one of anything. If you have only one source of income, if you only have one, uh, you know, way that money comes into your business, you know, if you only have one of anything, that's not good. So, uh, I knew, I knew, I knew I needed to start somewhere. And that, that was the point that I started educating myself, uh, really started looking at different, uh, read the millionaire next door, really mm-hmm. started looking at, uh, you know, 90% of millionaires have three to nine streams of income. Wow. Yep. You know, 90% of them have real estate in their portfolio. So I knew that, Hey, if I wanted to, to make this right, I needed to do that. And that, that was my, my starting point. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no, totally makes sense. I, I like your, yeah, if there's one of been anything, again, it kind of goes back to that, what we were talking about with the scarcity mindset, but just how easy that is to get into when, when you only have one option, you know, you guys have one way that you make money and you're the one guy that can do that. You can't have somebody else do it and you still make that money. As soon as you stop doing it, you don't get paid anymore. Um, so if you suddenly can't do it, then, then you don't make that money and your family doesn't, you know, isn't provided for. Um, so a lot of um, dads, you know, just, just like you um, find themselves in that similar situation. So you start going down that path, you read the millionaire next door, you realize, you know, multiple streams of income, maybe, maybe real estate. What, I, I guess, yeah, but what was maybe the next step, Jeff, that, that led you toward, hey, maybe the answer is real estate. I think two, and, and, and you know what, probably two books that I'm going to say that really inspire me, but it was sure. two books by the same author, you know, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Absolutely. and then his follow-up book, uh, Cashflow Quadrant. Quadrant, yeah you know, Robert Kiyosaki. And I never thought about, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a self-employed guy. I own my own business. Uh, you know, if I, if I don't want to, you know, today's Friday, I don't see patients. I don't work on Fridays, you know, treating patients, you know, I am my own boss, but when you read that book and you realize that you're nothing more than you're like an employee, you're trading time for money. If I'm not treating patients, no money's coming in. Right. You get and, Friday off, but you're not getting paid on Friday either. Yeah. And, and you're on the quote left, you know, what he calls the poor side of the quadrant, you know, the left side that, that if, if they're not there um, or if you're not there, you're not making money, you're trading time for money time and for money you're stuff. paying the highest amount of taxes mm, Yeah. instead of being on the right side, which is the rich side, which is the, the business owner or the investor. So I, man, when I read that, I was just like, I got to get on the right side. And uh, so that, that really propelled me to, to really start learning this, this real estate stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a light bulb moment for so many people. It was for me too, Jeff, where you're like, I, I mean, cause you're doing, you know, by all measures, I mean, so many people would look at you and, and, and say, man, like Jeff is winning. Like he's doing really well. He's had so much success, but what you realize, I think reading that book, and others like it is like, yeah, Jeff is winning at one game, but there's this whole other game. Like these guys on the right side of the quadrant are playing a completely different game. And the benefits of winning that game are so much greater, I think, than, than the other game. Like you are winning at the game that kind of everybody's preached at in school. You know, go to school, get a really good job, make as much money as you can. So you were doing really well at that game. But yeah, it comes with really high taxes. It comes with constantly trading your time for money, there's this whole other option. Um, you know, that, 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 that book, I, Robert Kiyosaki, you know, just has done such a great job. I think done such great service to people to open that door and go, there's a whole different way to do things. It's a completely different game. And 
there's a lot of really good benefits over here, um, you know, which, which namely like not only trading your time for money. So as you kind of went down that road, Jeff, um, for you personally, what did that mean? How did you, how did you get onto that right side of the quadrant? Well, it's a, it's a constant uh, learning experience, as you know, every day. And, and mm-hmm. a, a kind of a side note to that is, you know, one of the things that I pray for every, every day is to have my wife and I stay connected with our kids, you know, being teenagers yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, they're, and they're both of them are totally different, you know? Yeah, sure. And what was really cool is my youngest son who's 13. He really started asking me questions about real estate. And I got him the cash flow quadrant game. We played it together. Uh, got okay. him the, he read actually Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Uh, and he's reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad for teens now. So he's he's all about it. So that's really cool to have something that you can talk about. And it's funny, after he read, and he's 13, after he read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, he asked me, he was dead serious. He says, Dad, how do I avoid taxes? <laughs> I said, son, you got to start working first. <laughs> you got to make money first. Yeah. You don't worry but, about it. Uh, that, that was, that was uh, cool. That's, you know, again, that's something that you can, you know, because if, if you don't teach your kids about money or, uh, you know, e- you know, educate them properly, society is going to do yeah, it. And right. the way that society's going, you know, I, I, I want to be the one that teaches them not, you know, what, yeah. what's going on in the media. And I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I will too. I, I think I'm, I think I'm on totally on the same page, but I'll leave it at that as well. Well, awesome, Jeff. So um, let, let's get into kind of kind of your your vision and, and what you're doing now, because I, I love what you're doing. Um, like I said, my my partner and I, my, my partner's wife is a dermatologist. I'm a physical therapist. My wife's a nurse, and and we we have a, a similar vision and a similar goal to educate um, other. Uh, Doctors and, and healthcare professionals for one, but, but really just anybody, you know, kind of some, some high income earners, people that, um, you know, are, are doing very well, but are just on that left side of the quadrant, you know, just trading time for money and, and frankly, paying high taxes. And, and I'll, I won't get into this, but probably going to pay higher taxes, you know, going forward. I mean, we, we've got, we've got some debts in this country and, and some big giveaways that the, the government wants to do. So we may be paying more taxes going forward if you're on that left side of the quadrant. So we are all about, um, you know, helping others get onto that right side of the quadrant as we try to get over there ourselves. And I know um, that's what you do such a good job of, Jeff. Can you, can you talk to us a little bit about, um, you know, the debtfreedoctor.com, the, the great material you put out there. What's kind of the message of that, Jeff? What are you trying to, to teach people? Get into that a little bit with us. Yeah, it actually, it's actually changed from where it started. So uh, three years ago, Actually, yeah, three years ago this month. So in March 2019, I uh, I started it, and uh, uh, yeah, 2019. Yeah, I believe 2019. But anyway, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. I just wanted to to start sort of an online diary about the process of me getting out of debt and some basic investing advice. That's it. And I was just starting at that time, getting into some of the crowdfunding real estate that I was learning about, Uh, but I I didn't blog about it. So it was just about, you know, teaching people, you know, just sharing my story. But, you know, as, as I started doing it and realizing that, you know, nobody was reading this, what's the point of spending all this time? So, um, took, took a course, took a couple of blogging courses, uh, figured out, how to start ranking uh, pretty high on Google, which was really cool. Um, okay. and I st- started connecting with people. And eventually, 
the more I got into real estate, the more I started writing about basically what I was learning. You know, I, I learned about, you know, cash flow or passive income. Well, I'd write an article on it, taxes, or, you know, write an article on it. And long story short, I got to the point where I just, you know, emailed everybody and said, Hey, look, you know, I appreciate you being a reader, but you know, this point forward, I'm focusing mainly on, you know, what it takes to, to, uh, you know, busy professional to get, to grow passive income via real estate, mainly passive real estate and what, you know, the mindset, you know, the wealth building mindset. So that, that's basically what I'll do now moving forward is, um, either, taking stuff that I think is pertinent or people will ask me questions. Hey, you know, what is, what is depreciation or what does that mean? Well, then it, they, they're the one that, that give me the material now yep. to, you know, to provide. Because so you're putting it out there for them right. anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. That's who you're serving anyway. So Jeff, um, one question I always ask is I feel like this jumps right into what you're talking about here. I like to ask my, my guests, Hey, what do you think it takes to be, to be a, a good real estate investor? Like what, what are some of the key ingredients maybe to be, to be a real estate investor specifically in the multifamily space? And I'll, I'll just change a little bit for you. When, when you're talking to people, what do you think um, it, it takes to, um, what would you say, like somebody that comes on your, your website, Hey, here's what you need to do. Here's some kind of steps you need to take. If you want to join in on the right side of the, the, the quadrant, like, Maybe you got to do some budging. Maybe you got to get ready. Like, what does it take for somebody for, let, let's say, let's say a, a, a doctor, a dentist? Um, hey, you've got a good income. You've got a bunch of debt. Here's what you need to do to jump into this multifamily investing game. What's kind of your, what would you say to those people? Yeah, I usually answer the question like if I were in their shoes and I, I take the Dave Ramsey approach and, you know, the, uh, I usually try to have a conversation with them if they're really interested in investing. Okay. They'll join yeah. the, you know, I've got something called the passive investor circle that's on my website. It's free to join, but that's for people that they really want to know more and connect with me and it's free, but there's, there's some people, you know, every month that I turn away um, from real estate because they, they're, they're just in too much debt in my gotcha. opinion, you know, too much consumer debt, you know, have yeah. got, practice loans, student loans, credit cards, all this. I said, look, you, you know, until you clean some of this up, I wouldn't recommend that you get into it. And, and I want to be ethical about it. Uh, yeah. you know, that, that's the main goal of my site because we, as, as doctors, we're pitched a lot of stuff from people Sure. and, yeah. and we're, and, and we get taken to the cleaners a lot of time. Yep. Uh, you know, many of us have more, more money than sense. And, and that's just, that's just how it is, you know, cause yeah. you, you, it's just the training that we go through. So we're, yep. we're easy, we're gullible targets. So I wanted to be, uh, you know, something somewhat of a, um, trusted authority in this area. Um, I, I learn every day from it, but that that's sort of the material that I want to put out there. Yeah. But if, if that's, if, if they've passed that test, then um, I think it's really important if you're married to get on board with your spouse yeah, to figure sure. out what your goals are, you know, and for us, we were going from, should we be an active investor or a passive investor? And once we had our list of things we were trying to accomplish, you know, spend more time with the kids while they're still at home, travel more, this and that, that knocked active investing off the list. So then we, you know, started pursuing 
uh, passive investor. Um, I'm a little bit more conservative with two kids. So I would rather invest in something that has a proven track record that's cash flowing, that's occupied. So I think, you know, once you figure out what you want, then, you know, that can narrow down the choices. You know, I don't, I don't do stuff that's, that's, uh, you know, I had a group come up to me two years ago, they built, uh, they were going to build like this high end, um, bowling alley, um, rope course, laser tag, all that stuff. Um, a builder that I know in town and, and Drew Brees was sponsoring it, but it was oh, just wow. a proof of concept. And he's, he's an owner too. And, um, high risk, but yeah, it was a high reward potential. Yeah. But yeah. again, I knocked that off my list because I didn't follow my goals. Yep. So I think it's really important to get that first. And then that will help you guide, guide you through the path of what to invest in. Yeah, absolutely. That's good stuff, Jeff. And I think, you know, to me, what you're saying there, um, Dave Ramsey is so good, has helped so many people. Um, and I think to me, he's really good. I mean, like you said, you got to know his audience. To me, his audience are people that, yeah, just really have poor financial education. And I, I don't, I'm not making fun of anybody. I mean, that was, that was definitely me. I mean, I think a lot of us grow up and, and we don't think about what debt can do to you. And he's going to take people from, yeah, just in that bad, you, you say consumer debt. I, I think part of what you're saying there is really high interest rates. I mean, if you've got, you know, you take out an interest alone on your house at, at 3% interest, that's, that's some pretty good debt. You know, if you could get a, a loan at 3% interest and go invest that, there, there's, there's good debt and there's bad debt. When you've got consumer interest, when you've got credit card debt that has high interest rates, it's hard to go make a better return than maybe that 12, 14, 16% interest that you're paying on your credit card. So you got to get your financial house in order first. It's great, great advice there. I'm glad you stick to that because that's, you know, you could shuffle people into investments, but it might not be the best thing for them at that time. So getting people's financial house in order is so important, but getting on the same page with your wife, I think that's, that's also so important. My wife and I struggled through this at the beginning. Um, and it was something we, we, you know, through a lot of prayer and a lot of give and take really had to work through. I think that's very important for people to get into. Um, and then I like that you talked about active versus passive. Um, it's so different. I mean, if you want to do real estate as at least a part-time job, then maybe you want to consider being an active real estate investor. If you don't want to add any more hours of work, you know, and, and many high-income professionals are in that situation, many, you know, physicians, many people in the healthcare industry, they don't want to add any more work hours. Well, then you need to consider, you know, probably being a passive investor. And there's, there's great benefits there. Um, and, you know, and if you're the person that's, that's making some good income, again, be on the right side. Because, again, as an active investor, you're really back on that left side. You're doing work. If you want to be on the right side of the quadrant and you want to receive passive income, then take the money you're making, put it in, let somebody else, you know, you got to find that person, vet that person. You, you went into some good detail there, Jeff, of finding the type of project you know, the type of people that you want to work with, the, the right stability, um, you know, along with the right returns. But you put that in money in there, that's when you become a passive investor. That's when you're on the right side of the quadrant as an investor and you're making returns where you're not trading your time for your money. You're actually putting your money to work for you and it's your money that's making money along with the people that you partner with. Um, so I, I think that's all really good advice and, and I can see why, you know, your website's done so well and people have really taken to it. Um, and it sounds like you've really gotten a lot of good feedback from people that are, 
you know, that are, are new to this concept and people that come to you and say, okay, Jeff, like, help me walk through this. And you walk through getting their financial house in order and then kind of picking the investment. Um, I'm sure that's very rewarding. I'm, I'm guessing, Jeff, you've seen a lot of people, you know, really kind of improve their family's lot in life and improve their, their situation and, and realize the benefits of being on the right side of the quadrant, being an investor. Um, tell us a little bit about, yeah, some of the, the success that you've seen some of your, um, you know, the people that, that have worked with you have seen. Yeah, and a, a physician burnout is really high. It's, you yeah. know, people are, uh, you know, I had a, I had a dental dentist colleague here two years ago commit suicide, and one of my wow. best childhood friends, a physician, did it too. And you know, finances were part of it. So, if if to me, the most one of the most rewarding things is it, you you can provide hope and and something else to these people. You know. I, you know, one of the people that really stood out to me was a female cardiologist from California that I spoke with not that long ago. She was in her forties, mid forties. And she just heard me on a podcast or read some of my articles. And you could just hear the excitement in her voice. You know, you mean, I don't have to do this for another 20 years. And, you know, it, it gives, it gives you options. Right. And yeah. it, but it allows you, if you want to continue to work, it allows you to do that, but you, if you want to do part-time, if you want to yep. pursue something yep. else, you got options, but if you don't have any options then, and you're miserable in whatever work career you're in, you know, that's no way to live. You know, that's, right. as you know, so that, I think that's probably one of the most rewarding things. And it really surprised me is every time, usually every time I talk with people, how appreciative they are of, you know, I talked with a pathologist and his wife this morning from uh, North Dakota, and they're just very appreciative uh, of everything, how I, you know, I've taken time to educate people and, you know, for free on the website. So that, that, you know, that type of encouragement keeps me going as well. Yeah. That's awesome. That's good stuff, Jeff. Um, I, I like to ask um, people at the end. Um, well, I, I guess I, I kind of got into this a little bit earlier, but Jeff, let me just ask you and, and, and you're kind of hitting on it with some of the people that you, so maybe it doesn't have to just be you personally, but some of the people you've kind of coached and helped. Um, what do you believe uh, real estate can do for your faith and, and for your family? What can it do for others? Well, I always tell people, I always tell my kids, I said, the more money that you make in life, um, the more you can help, more people yeah. you can help. Now I'm not saying you yeah. can't help people, but you know, if, if I've got, 10 million bucks versus, you know, 10 bucks, I, I can help a lot more people. Mm -hmm. And with, with doing that, you know, you can educate people. Uh, you know, if, if I can get somebody that's miserable at their job, get them financially independent, and then they can go pursue their dreams. Well, they may want to start missions. They may, may want to volunteer yeah. more in the church, you know, whatever. So again, it all comes down to, to giving you the options to, to, to do more good. And it's just a, a better way to live in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more, Jeff. Um, yeah, really well put. Not much I can add there. Um, I, I like to ask at the end, um, are there any uh, quotes or scriptures that, that you, that you kind of live by? Well, I, I think the one that was driven into my head from Dave Ramsey was, you know, the borrowers are slave to the lender, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, I think the Bible has a fair amount to say about that as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. So, um, 
that that one uh, really, you know, for sure. And, and I and I like the the parable of the talent story. Yep. You know, and I talk about that, you know, to people that, uh, you know, and I always tell my kids, I said, you know, too much is given, much is required as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and that's why you see so many people that win the lottery, um, go bankrupt. And, and these yeah. people that, that get into the pro pro athletes go bankrupt, you know, too much is given, much is required. And, and they're not ready or, or they weren't, you know, to, to handle that. I mean, yeah. right now, if you told me, uh, I had to leave this place here and I had to go be the, you know, go run Exxon or go run Amazon or something like that. You'd see that stock go way down. Cause I don't have a clue <laughs> about that, you know, cause yeah. they're giving me a lot, but I'm, I'm required a lot. So I yep. think that's a, a, important to, to educate yourself as you know, to, to do that. But one of the things that I know Grant Cardone talks about is get really good at your profession, you know, whatever you are, you know, get really good because you're going to make more money and that way you can invest more money. Yeah. And that way you can focus on dentistry or focus on pathology or radiology or whatever, physical therapy. And, you know, that's obviously you're there for a reason, you know, that's your path. But in the meantime, you're getting really good at that and you could put away more money to invest, to get working for you. And then yep. eventually, you know, become financially independent. So, and then, yeah. And then you have options, you have that freedom. Yep. Like you say, yeah, just, this can really do so much for you. I think that's, yeah, really well said. And I, I, I hope more people do that. You mentioned, um, you know, the cash flow quadrant, rich dad, poor dad, a couple of good books. Um, yeah. But I, I like to ask people, you know, for book recommendations, those are a couple of good ones. Anything else you'd recommend? And then maybe even um, I'd like to, to ask about book recommendations for, uh, maybe faith family book recommendations, not just real estate. Any other yeah. book recommendations you have? Uh, I, I know that uh, the name slips me, but you know, we're from where I'm from. That's where the duck dynasty is here. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I know that, you know, Willie Robertson and his dad, they both have, uh, and the title slipped me, but both of them have really good books about, you know, faith and family and okay. that sort of thing. Um, the book of Proverbs is great too, you know, for that as well. Yep. Absolutely. Um, yeah. uh, just another, another book recommendation that I really liked was Tom Wilwright's book, uh, tax-free wealth. Tax-free wealth. Yeah. And yeah, that, that's a, that's a great one to really get you, get you going and excited about what real estate could do for the high income earner. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Very good one there. Um, well, cool. Uh, Jeff, th- thanks. Thanks so much for, for all that good recommendations there. Um, I, I do like to um, definitely want to give you uh, space here. We'll put it all in the show notes because uh, I've got all, all got all your information, your contact information. Stuff, but why don't you just share, uh, you know, people interested in what you've had to say today. Um, maybe they're a high income earner, maybe they're a physician as well and, and want to look up more of uh, the material that you put out or kind of connect with you. What's the best way to do that? Where should, where should we send them to? Yeah, you could go to uh, debtfreedr.com and I actually have put together a passive income guide so they can oh, go cool. to debtfreedr.com forward slash free guide. Uh, if they want to email me specific questions, it's Jeff, J-E-F-F at debtfreedr.com. Okay, Jeff at debtfree. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks so much, Jeff. I, I, I like to, at the end too. also ask, um, how might my listeners and I be praying for you in, in the coming weeks? Maybe you and your family, you and your business, how, how might we be praying for you? Well, you know, always just um, try to 
you know, with the, the different things that I do on the site, the different things that I write, just try to, to continue to inspire people, um, keep, keep on that path of, you know, doing everything ethically and morally as possible. Yeah. And, um, you know, that, that's something that, that I want to do or, or look at doing every day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, sounds like you really are Jeff, um, putting out a ton of great material. So yeah, from what I can see, I, I'd say keep it up, but we'll definitely be praying for that for you, you, Jeff and, and your site there. Well, cool. Well, again, thanks so much, Jeff. A uh, ton of great material here. Um, I, I was so excited to have you on um, and, and you, you definitely delivered what we were looking for because, um, you know, here at Threefold, that, that's exactly what we're trying to do as well is partner with individuals um, that, that you cater to on your site um, that may be looking for uh, just just options. Like, hey, I, I make some good income. I have some, but man, I, I, I'm worried about the stock market or I put it in savings and it does nothing for me. Or maybe we just spend it because, you know, it kind of burned a hole in our pocket or whatever. And maybe, you know, do something a little bit different, save some of that money, you know, take some of the, um, you know, the, the concepts of Dave Ramsey and, and, and pay off some debt, but then get some into investing and, you know, move to the other side of the cash flow quadrant. Um, you know, that, that's totally what we, we want to do for people. We believe, you know, God has something more in store for you. If you can, you know, get into that and you put out so much great material that we, uh, we're often referencing. So, um, thanks for all that. Thanks for being on the show, Jeff. And, um, yeah, have a good one, man. Let's, let's stay in touch. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Pleasure's mine. Thank you for joining us for another great episode. I hope you'll take action on what you've learned today. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving Lee a five-star rating and review. And check him out on threefoldrei.com. Until next time, 1 Timothy 6.17.